joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear online listeners and dear listeners who follow us from your local radios of your respective cities, we want to greet you in the name of the power that crushes all things. May you be baptized and dipped in the power that crushes all things. The topic that I'm going to speak to you about today is the mountain with a universal calling to crush all things. Hallelujah. This mountain is still valid for us today. And I love that the earth should turn its eyes to the mountain for the crushing of all things. It knows how to crush the things that are difficult to crush. I would love that this mountain should be yours as you follow us online or on your local radio. And this is my faith in this mountain. As I speak today, this mountain will release what it is able to release in order to crush, in order to reduce to nothing. The things that you were not able to reduce to nothing. This mountain will do it. Hallelujah. Believe in this mountain. And you are going to see the crushing of all things that this mountain is able to crush. It is a mountain. I wanted to stop on this in order to turn your eyes to this mountain so that it may be a source for you. It may be beneficial to you, people of the earth. It is a mountain with a universal calling. That's more here, not far away from Jerusalem. It is at this hill that was decided the crushing of things that could not be crushed. I'm thinking about this mountain and I love that things should be crushed. I'm reading in Isaiah chapter 5, 25, 6 to 9. The Lord Almighty, the God of glory, has prepared for all the peoples on this mountain. Hallelujah and hallelujah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all the people. There is a buffet of the Lord of hosts. It is not me who is inventing this thing. It is the prophet Isaiah who is informing us of that which the four living beings were saying, who will speak for us. Isaiah 25 verse 6, the Lord of hosts will make for all the people, no matter where you are, is preparing for all the people, white, black, red, yellow. The Lord is preparing on this mountain with a universal calling. That is why I've spoken to you about the mountain with a universal calling. On this mountain, the Lord has prepared for all the people. On this mountain, a feast of choice pieces, a feast of wines, on the lees, 
of things full of marrow, of well-refined wines on the lees. The Lord of hosts has prepared on this mountain of universal calling. It is a feast of the spirit of the soul. It is a feast for all the people of the earth. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Welcome to the mountain of feasts. There's a scripture that says, Behold Zion, the city of our feasts. I'm saying to you, Behold the mountain of our feasts, where the Lord has prepared for all people. There is no people that has been forgotten, that has been marginalized. You were all provided for in this feast. I am wishing you a happy feast in your city on this mountain. And the one who is driving all this is the Lord of hosts, who has prepared a feast, Golgotha. It is the mountain of our feasts. The, the scriptures say Zion is the city of our feast. I say to you, Golgotha is the mountain of our feasts. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the mountain of our feast. And the one who is preparing this feast is the Lord of hosts. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with His glory. The whole earth is preparing. He prepared 2,000 years ago. But this universal buffet is still available for the 21st century. It is for all the people. Golgotha, the mountain of joy, the mountain of joy. It is Golgotha. It is here where he crushed the power of sorrow globally. Jesus says, my soul is sorrowful until death. He was made sorrowful that you may rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. I am wishing you a joyful feast by the mountain of Golgotha. It is there where he was going to crush the sorrow of the earth. Dear people of the earth, your sorrow has been crushed by the mountain. On this mountain, the Lord has prepared a feast after crushing the sorrow of the earth. He was sorrowful until death. Sorrow has no longer the right to invade you and drown you. There are people who think they can use drugs, they can use beer, men or women to drown sorrow. It is impossible. There is only Golgotha. If Jesus, who was strong, did not escape to the rule of this man, the Bible says, my soul is sorrowful because the prince of this world is coming, not the prince of Africa, but the prince of the world is the source of the sorrow of the earth. The angel, angel spoke about it in Revelation 12. Verse 12, woe to the earth because the devil has come against you with great anger. Don't just see your sorrow. Behind it, there is the anger of powers of darkness. But on this mountain, the Lord has prepared a feast for all the people. Welcome. Come out from the environment of sorrow. May you find refuge in this mountain of joy because it is here that the Lord is preparing the feast, delicious food and well-refined wines. Wines are not only limited to Cape Town. And, and, and Solomon says, I am going to fill you with joy with wine. Ecclesiastes chapter 
chapter 2 the wine of joy is on the mountain of Golgotha it is here where the power of sorrow of the earth was crushed I love this scripture the Lord crushes on this mountain the Lord has prepared a feast of old wines of well refined wines soon Christmas will sing joy to the world soon Christmas but I say to people without Golgotha without the cross impossible to crush sorrow because sorrow has a name the prince of this world he is the industry and factory of sorrow he does not produce wine, but he produces sorrow. Jesus says, my soul is sorrowful until death. The prince of this world is coming, but there is nothing in me for him. There are people who have many luxurious things and many resources. It is neither food, nor sex, nor drink no luxuries that can crush sorrow it is only Golgotha many people commit suicide and yet they have many things I'm thinking of Judas Iscariot who committed suicide after earning money and he threw away even the money it is not money that brings joy because Judas turned his back on true joy and he committed suicide. You can have money, you can have women, you can have men, you can have children, you can have houses, you can have cities, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can. But your joy will be destroyed by the one who destroys joy. And you will conclude by saying it does not mean anything and you commit suicide. That is why there's a lot of suicide on the earth. Joy to the world will be sung. But Judas turned his back from true joy. And Jesus could not do for him what he is able to do for which he is an expert. is an expert in joy. Look at in Bethlehem. When he came, the, the angels sang Gloria in the highest. Soon Christmas, it is because Mr. Joy had landed on earth in order to give joy to the earth. Hey, hey, hey. You know that his first miracle was attached to joy. It was in Cana where wine was missing and he gave them joy. He's able to give joy again and again and again. Receive joy, you who is sorrowful on the earth. God does not want you to cross 2023 with sorrow. Out love that sorrow should be crushed by the one who crushes all things in the name of whom I've greeted you. But it is on this mountain of Golgotha. Golgotha did not only give joy to the earth. Golgotha filled heaven with joy. The Bible says we don't have time to read in Revelation 5. It is said there was a brother called John who was weeping bitterly. He was in tears. And heaven was compassionate to his funeral. And one of the 24 elders said to him, Do not weep for the lion of the tribe of Judah 
has overcome. And I saw a lamb in the midst of the throne as though he was slain. It is him who was going to stop the sorrow of his servant. Dear servant of God, men and women, we want to end your sorrow by Golgotha, the lamb who was slain. He prepared on the mountain a feast. Many people read the scripture by skipping certain things. When the lamb was there, he filled John with joy, but also the 24 elders. The Bible says, let he who is joyful sing. But they did not only sing, but they also took musical instruments. There are people who think that the four living beings do not play instruments. They are great musicians. Do not worry about it. They took musical instruments and they composed songs. The Bible says, and they sang a new song. Hallelujah. It was a song that was inspired by the Lamb who was there. That is why I've said that the cross is not only the joy of the earth, as we normally sing it, joy to the world, but it is also joy of heaven. I can say it with my small English, joy to heaven. What is interesting, it is to see that the cross provoked the joy of heaven. John says, I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll and to look at it. Five, but one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to lose the seven seals. Six, and I looked and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes. Look at verse 8. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp. They had musical instruments. The twenty-four elders were playing music. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And the four living beings. I believe they had the bass guitar. Not only they sing, but they also play musical instruments. He is extraordinary. I'm thinking of Emmanuel Kongolo in Cape Town who plays many instruments and many other musicians, Ebenezer, Jimmy Swaggart, who plays the piano and others who play the saxophone. Praise God with dances and tambourines, with instruments. When the, when, when the Bible says praise Him, people think that it's only the people of the earth. No, but also the four living beings, they have harps, instruments to praise God. The, the Lamb transmitted to them joy and they took their instruments and they began to play. I would say to the Lord, Lord, wait for me when I'll be on the other side. I'll ask for an instrument in order to play for you for the blood you shed for me. And each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Not only they were singing, but they also played. They had composed songs. The Bible says they sang a new song. It was a spontaneous composition of song. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Rock of ages, clay for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from the river side which flowed be of sin. Wash me from its guilt and power. 
The rock. The rock. The rock. The rock. The rock that was struck at Golgotha and released joy on earth and can release joy in heaven. This scripture, this word of scripture was fully fulfilled, not only for all the people but also for all the angels. Golgotha, he crushed sorrow. They sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the book and to open its and to break its seals because you were slain. They sing a new song, a spontaneous song that they composed. And you have redeemed men from every tongue, every tribe, and every nation. In verse 11, and I heard, and I looked and heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures, and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000. 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands and saying with a loud voice worthy is the lamb who was slain there's a song that we sing in the french speaking countries jesus is worthy jesus is worthy golgotha did not only bring joy to the earth but also to the heaven 10,000 times times 10,000 by the lamb that was slain many and many in heaven were in the feast this word of scripture was fulfilled. The Lord of a host is preparing on this mountain a feast. Hallelujah. Come back to Golgotha. Let me go forward. By saying to you, not only he brought joy to the earth because he crushed sorrow, but there was the second thing that he is crushing in Isaiah 25, verse 7. And he will destroy on this mountain the surface of the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations hallelujah he, he. there is not only sorrow that this mountain with a universal calling is crushing but is also crushing obscurantism the veil that covers all the nations receive knowledge because it is on this mountain this scripture is extraordinary verse 7 and he will destroy on this mountain the surface of the covering cast over all the people in isaiah 60 it says darkness fills the earth obscurantism is a universal reality no matter its color or form it can come in the form of philosophy as they had called the age of enlightenment but it was the age of the negation of faith if you read the thoughts of marxism by karl marx it has an appearance of knowledge but it is a negation of faith the bible says the fool says in his heart there is no god atheism to which people are attached now you in the universities follow me it is a darkness whose veil Jesus destroyed on the cross. As the Bible says, whose minds the God of this age has veiled that they may not see the glory of God on the face of Christ. 
at the cross he destroyed. You can call them mystical societies or esoteric societies like Freemasonry, like uh, Rosicrucians, Maikari, and all these mystical orders or all these isms. May they be in the form of philosophy or religion. They are a veil. It is the veil that is the factory of these things. That Golgotha, Golgotha. If God believes in the cross of Jesus, how much more shouldn't you, the people of the earth, believe in the cross? Because the Bible says, on this mountain, the Lord of hosts has destroyed the covering that is over all the people. He knows how to crush the veil so that you may have good understanding. We don't have time, but I'm going to read a scripture that is going to help us. There are many other things I want to speak. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18 to 19. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Hallelujah. The next verse. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent, prudent, hallelujah, the cross, the cross. Do not be afraid of the religions of the earth, all these isms. Do not fear them. There is no way out in the battle against false doctrines and philosophies or the distorted interpretation of the scriptures but the cross has the key of the precise interpretation of the scripture because it is at the cross that it crushed false reasoning false thoughts false thinking because the cross touched the root of false thoughts false doctrines false 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 the liar's head was touched at the cross he will bruise your heel and you will crush his head imagine the cross touched all the perfect science of Satan because the Bible says what you were you were perfect in beauty and you were the perfect seal of God and you were perfect in wisdom imagine his intelligence so what is this intelligence of human beings before this mountain the cross is what brings to an end the head of falsehood from which comes all the false things of the earth let's move forward but now I want to speak about the crushing of death. Isaiah 25 verse 8. First he crushes sorrow and then crushes the veil obscurantism and then he crushes death forever. Hallelujah. That is why I have spoken to you about the universal, the mountain with the universal calling to crush all things. Death has not been forgotten by Golgotha. God gave death an appointment at the cross for its crushing. It is at the cross that it crushed death. He will swallow up death forever and the Lord will wipe away tears from all faces. Death makes people to cry. The rebuke of his people he will take away from all the earth for the Lord has spoken. Golgotha crushes death. I want you to drink from the river of life that is flowing from the hill of Golgotha, the river. It is at Golgotha that death was crushed. 
he swallows up death forever our age was not forgotten because the bible says he swallows up death forever he crushes death and the river of life flows from golgotha revival comes from the cross johannesburg lubumbashi or kinshasa johannesburg he has crushed death there is where you are the spirit of revival May you seize it. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 9 to 10. Who has saved us, Christ, and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace which was given to us in Christ. Jesus before time began, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel hallelujah and hallelujah Golgotha he destroyed death and brought to light he has revealed to the cities of the earth revival he has brought to life he has brought revival through the gospel there is the evidence of revival by the gospel death has been swallowed what does it mean crushed what is crushed is reduced to nothing it means death is in nothingness it will be an it will be a conscious nothingness he destroyed death satan is convinced that he's reduced to nothing he's reduced to nothing and he's aware of it we didn't have time to read in first corinthians one where the bible says god has convinced the world of foolishness the death is convinced to be nothing say in your prayers death you are nothing by the cross of Golgotha proclaim death to be nothing in the cities of the earth hallelujah he crushes death forever and has brought life by the gospel I am a lecturer with my teaching material the Bible Golgotha gave a deadly blow to death at the cross and he has brought to evidence life and immortality by the gospel if we go in isaiah 25 1 to 3 oh lord you are my god i will exhort you i will praise your name for you have done wonderful things your counsels of old are faithfulness and truth for you have made a city a ruin a fortified city a ruin a palace of foreigners to a city no more it will never be repelled hallelujah having given a deadly blow to the death of cities three therefore the strong people will glorify you the city of terrible nations fear you hey, hey, hey. may you give the deadly blow by the cross there is no deadly blow to death except by the preaching 
power of the cross, the preaching of the cross brings the deadly blow to death. That is why he said to the Apostle Paul, speak, I have many people in the city, but what did he speak about? He spoke about Golgotha in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 1. You will see that the message that was given to him for the city of Corinth, Corinth for the city of Johannesburg, the city of Los Angeles, so that they may fear God and receive revival is the message of the cross. The apostle God, Jesus said to the apostle Paul, do not fear, I have many things in the city, but speak what? Speak of Golgotha. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with an excellence of speech or wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. It is the message of life. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. He soldiers of the cross. Lift up his holy banner. Jesus is calling you from victory to victory. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. May you stand until dawn. Already dawn is shining in the horizon. Tears, songs after tears and the throne after the cross. The cross, the mountain. I love this scripture. Let me go forward with the same scripture. We're going towards the end. The end of the end, uh, without the end, because we have got many things to say. What is he also making to disappear? He is making death to disappear forever. The Lord wipes tears from all the faces. The Lord takes away the rebuke of his people from all the earth. At the cross, he took away the humiliation of all the people. There is no other way out of your humiliation, dear pastor, woman, or man, old or young. The cross crushed the humiliation of his people. He accepted to be humiliated so that you may not be humiliated. Hallelujah. But so that you may have the owners of his honor. Hallelujah. It is Jesus who has said it. If a grain of wheat does not fall to the ground and die, it remains alone, but it falls to the ground and die. It produces much fruit. What was this grain of wheat? It is Jesus who was honored later in Jerusalem. He is speaking here about his triumphant entry. May you receive the honors of his honor. But for this honor to be shared to the brothers and sisters of the earth, he needed to fall to the ground. He needed to die at the cross in order to share his honor, the honor of his honor. And this is extraordinary, isn't it? I'm thinking about speaking to a whole field with people where I am challenged them about the cross of Jesus. You are going to receive the honor of his honor because he received great honors. Blessed be he who comes in the name of the Lord. He's carried on a donkey. I call Golgotha the shared owner with his people. It is there where he destroyed the shame of his people. I'm thinking of the song, Osana, Osana. This is delicious. The apostles received the honor of his honor. Not only Peter received the owner, but the city ran to the upper room where they were gathered, those who had pursued his honor. 
and Peter and other disciples were honored. Listen to what the pilgrims in Jerusalem say. What shall we do, brethren? And Peter spoke for the rest. Jesus knew they were going to be honored. If the grain of wheat falls to the ground, it will produce much fruit. And this happened. Peter was honored and the apostles were honored. The Bible says the people praised them highly because he shared his honor with them. The mountain made the rebuke shame of his people to disappear. And Peter entered the international honors because in Jerusalem they were all the tongues. They heard them speak in their own tongues. You will be honored among the Zulu. You will be honored among the English-speaking and the French-speaking by the wheat that fell to the ground in order to share honor. I'm coming to the end. What then is our mission? What does Jesus expect from us? Jesus expect, expects us to do our work by the preaching of the cross. Preach the mountain with a universal calling for the crushing of all things. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Speak in the city. And the Apostle Paul, he begins to speak in 1 Corinthians 2. The preaching of the... In 1 Corinthians 1, 1, he says that the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. We are preachers of the cross. I'm thinking of Africa. The message of the revival of Africa was the cross that our ancestor, the Ethiopian eunuch, was reading, Isaiah 53, who has believed our message. It is the message that Philip took to Africa. It is the same message that our ans also our other ancestor closer to us, Bonke, has preached. He preached Africa washed in the blood of Jesus. This message is still valid from the time Philip evangelized Ethiopian eunuch, eunuch and Bonke, who has also preached to us. is not the only one. There is power, power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-waking power by the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-waking power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you want to break away from the power of sin? The power is in Christ. The power is in Christ. If in your heart you want to receive Him, there is power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, wonder-waking power. In the blood of the Lamb, there is power, power, wonder-waking power. In the precious blood of the Lamb. There is power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power in the blood of the Lamb. It is the number one message that Jesus is sending to Africa. Isaiah 53. 
who has believed our message, he rose up before him as a tender should. You have esteemed him as one who was punished by God. This is the message that must continue in the edges, the preaching of the cross. Let me conclude my teaching by reading a scripture that is going to invite you to join the factory of the crushing of all things. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 28 And the base things of the world God has chosen and the things which are despised God has chosen and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are that you may have money or not that you should be educated or not God has chosen the things that are not may you enter in the factory of crushing of Golgotha you too are going to crush things you are going to crush diseases witchcraft you are going to crush magic crush them by Golgotha God has chosen the things that are weak it is true that magic is powerful witchcraft is powerful God has used the weak things of the earth in order to reduce to nothing hallelujah May you come back to this factory, this universal factory, enter inside. If you do not understand, today I am hiring you and you will be paid. May God bless you until next time on this platform of the gospel. And glory to the Lamb that was slain. Amen and amen forever and ever. Amen. Try.